It's time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tyre. Welcome to another edition of the Pipeline Podcast. I got to tell you, I'm genuinely excited for this week's episode, and I hope that you are too. And that's because we get to know Blue Jackets prospect and Moose Jaw Warriors defenseman Denton Matejchuk for the very first time. A complete get-to-know-you conversation with the Moose Jaw captain, and I know we did get to talk to him very, very briefly on the radio right when he was drafted by the Blue Jackets this past summer in Montreal. But outside of that, we haven't had a great opportunity to get to know him on a little bit deeper of a level. Yes, he was at Blue Jackets Development Camp. Yes, he was in Traverse City with the other Blue Jackets prospects. And yes, he was at Blue Jackets Training Camp. But at none of those stops were we able to have a full conversation with Denton. So that's why I'm so excited for this week's edition of the Pipeline Podcast. Little bit more about him before we get into our conversation. He hails from the Winnipeg area, a very, very small town at that. We'll get into it in just a moment. He stands at 5'11", about 190 pounds. He's well-built, a stocky defenseman, 18 years old, and the Blue Jackets selected him 12th overall in the 2022 NHL entry draft. Remember, the Blue Jackets selecting two excellent defenseman prospects, David Juracek, a right shot at 6th overall, Denton Matejchuk, a left shot at 12th overall, and he's had a very strong season this year with Moose Jaw. He's 8th among WHL defensemen with 55 points through 54 games at the time of recording, 6 goals and 49 assists. That's after he was just below a point per game from the blue line last year, 13 goals and 51 assists for 64 points in 65 games, so pretty similar numbers this season as his team Team continues to push towards the playoffs, but he is wearing the C this year for Moose Jaw, so a little bit added responsibility as the team captain. We'll get into that in a few moments. And in terms of the type of prospect that Denton Matejchuk is, people have described him as really the modern defenseman. He roves around the ice a little bit, and it all starts with his skating. He is an unbelievable skater, and the Athletic recently rated him as the number two prospect in the Blue Jackets organization right behind David Juracek. So yes, Denton Matejchuk is the real deal. He's a a big part of the Blue Jackets' future, and let's get right into the conversation now. Here he is, Blue Jackets prospect and Moose Jaw Warriors team captain, Denton Matejka. Let's start somewhere very, very simple. It's where I start with all of the prospects that we talk to. How did you get into hockey? I know you're a Canadian kid, so it's very easy for you guys to get into the game up there. It's the biggest thing going, right? But how did it all begin for you? Uh, yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm from a small town in uh, in Manitoba, and pretty much the two things we have is a, is a hockey rink and a baseball diamond, and uh, my dad kind of always helped out at the rink and uh, made sure everything was running good there, so uh, that's kind of how I got into it. You know, he... He had a love for the game, and he kind of just showed it to me and my brothers and my sisters. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into it, and yeah, the rest is history, pretty much. All right, talk to me about where you grew up then, because I wanted to talk about it a little bit, and you brought it up right away. I know it's a very small town, right, in a, in a close-knit community. So what sort of things were you getting into there? I know you're a big baseball family, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a town of about 300 people. So, yeah, you know everybody, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much... Uh, Baseball has been a big thing in my life, um, hockey, and then there, we actually have a golf course. It's just a little nine-hole golf course, and that's normally a, normally a big part of my uh, my summers. When Once I'm done skating in the morning, I'll 
go play nine or 18 holes with one of my brothers. And yeah, that's uh, pretty much uh, pretty much how my summers go when I'm there at home. And yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome little place. So hockey's a family affair for you. Your dad helps out at the rink. Both of your brothers played. I know your younger brother's still playing right now, right? But your mom is a power skating coach as well. Uh yeah, she was uh she was a figure skater. Um she she's a figure skater and she did uh, lots of running stuff like marathons and things like that and yeah, she coached figure skating in Winnipeg for quite a few years and uh yeah, and then now she uh she coaches power skating in in the hometown. She has about probably 50 or 60 kids a year will come out and uh yeah, she runs it once a week and I always did it as a kid and all my brothers, so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really good. How much has that affected your game? Because you obviously are known to be a, a terrific skater. And from the time that we've seen you uh, at Traverse City and training camp and things like that, that stands out. So I assume it comes from her. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's definitely helped me a lot with my edges and stuff like that. Uh, from a figure skating background, she's really good with that stuff, like quick turns and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, helped me a lot in my skating for sure. So the other sports you played growing up, you talked about baseball, and I know that was a big part of your life until pretty recently, right? You stopped playing baseball not that long ago to focus on hockey. Did you play anything else? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, baseball, I pretty much uh, pretty much grew up playing. Uh, my older brother, he's actually still playing baseball. He's at university in Kentucky, and my dad uh, played college baseball as well. Uh, and so I played that every summer, pretty much. I played a, li- played a little bit last summer just, just for fun, but uh yeah, that's always been a big part of my life. And uh, yeah, fishing. I love fishing. Uh, we got a couple of lakes and rivers by uh, by our uh, town there. So that's always been a big thing. And uh, yeah, golf, I not so much when I was really young, but uh, since I've been about 12 or 13, I've loved golf. So I try to get out there as much as I can. What position did you play in baseball? Um, Kind of, kind of varied. Um, right at the start, I was mostly an outfielder. I played lots of outfield and then was a bit of a, a back catcher. Uh, I did that did that quite a bit for my older brother. Uh, and then, yeah, in my last couple of years, it was mostly just a designated hitter because I uh, didn't want to get injured in the field or anything. So just, just mostly at bats. Who's your baseball team then, your professional baseball team? Because I know the Blue Jays are like Canada's team, right? It's a little bit different for us here in the States with way more teams. But who's your team? Uh, yeah, it's always been the Blue Jays. Uh, I've loved the Blue Jays since I was a little kid. Uh, I remember my dad and me and my older brother would uh, would try and get out to Blue Jays games, get a flight, and then just head to the games. And uh, yeah, I always love watching the Blue Jays. And then the Minnesota Twins will go to some of those games too because Minneapolis isn't that far for us. So that's uh, where we've been as well. As far as it goes with hockey, how did you make that decision that you were going to focus on on playing hockey? Obviously, I assume you were better at hockey than you were baseball, and that's how it all worked out for you? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I always knew that uh, baseball was my, th- or sorry, hockey was my thing, and baseball kind of just uh, was something to kind of pass the time for uh, for hockey season to start up and you know to keep up with uh, you know using things in baseball to translate to hockey like hand eye coordination. There's lots of running involved, and uh, yeah, I've always uh, always been uh, you know hockey's where my heart is at, and uh, yeah, that's just kind of how I chose that. So, how old were you when you realized that you might be able to go somewhere with hockey? Um, I think probably Bantam, uh, Bantam my second year, uh, when I got drafted to the WHL, um, I think that's really where I, uh, said to myself, you know, this is something that I can do. And, you know, I, I've always loved the game and, you know, I've been passionate about it for a long time. So I think, uh, you know, it's kind of time to, you know, start to really focus on that and, uh, see where it can take me. When you're growing up in a small town like that, what NHL teams are you watching? What players are you looking up to and saying, yeah, I want to model myself after this guy? 
Um, I uh, I watch quite a bit of the Jets, but my favorite team is always the Pittsburgh Penguins. I loved watching uh, Crosby and Latang and Malkin, uh, especially in the like 2009 when they won the Cup there. And yeah, after that, I just kind of fell in love with the Penguins and uh, watching them. You know, Crosby is a lot of role models for a lot of people, and yeah, that was mine as well. We've talked a little bit about family with you. Owen Pickering is your cousin, right? And he was drafted yeah. by the Pittsburgh Penguins this past summer in Montreal, just like you. Was he a Penguins fan growing up with you? Uh, I'm actually not too sure who his team was, but uh, <laughs> I remember when he got drafted there, we kind of talked about it a little bit. And he's like, yeah, it was pretty cool seeing that, like, because Chris Letang made the pick for him. And I was like, oh, it was like one of my favorite players growing up. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. What was that experience like to be drafted with a family member? Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, I, you know, to do, to be able to do it with a family member, it's just, uh, it's an unforgettable feeling. And uh, yeah, it was awesome, you know, leading up to it and talk quite a bit about it. And we trained a little bit together in the summer. So uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome leading up to it. And then after it, you know, just being able to have someone to share it with was, uh, was great. Let's talk about you a little bit as a player, because you're described as kind of the modern defenseman, right? A little bit of a rover, but you can do it all in the skate. It starts with the skating, right? That's why you're able to do the things that you are able to do on the ice. As you watch the modern National Hockey League, who are some of the guys that you look at and say, yeah, this is a guy that inspires me or I think I'm a little bit like this player? Because there are so many guys that kind of are that modern defenseman, that rover defenseman now. Uh, yeah, um, I, li- I like seeing when... Uh... When I watch Quinn Hughes, I see uh, some similar things in our game. Um, Charlie McAvoy also, uh, he I really like the way he plays the game. Um, you know, he's always up in the rush, and he's a really good defender as well. Like, he does a lot of things well in the D zone. So that's kind of the guy who I want to be like at the NHL level. How would you describe yourself as a player? Uh, I think I'm a two-way defenseman. Uh, I like to join the rush, uh, you know, make good passes to you know, help get out of the D zone, uh, you know, keep good gaps to uh, also help, uh, you know, shut down the play as quick as possible. And yeah, just to play, play all over the ice and uh, yeah, be a good two-way defenseman. What's it like to play in the WHL? Like what's this experience like? Because it's so unique to me that, you know, major junior hockey is such a big thing in Canada, right? I know we have a few teams here in the States, but it's not the same. I, I feel like, Canadian kids look up to to some of those major junior players and aspire to be major junior players the same way that people here look at, you know, minor league baseball and going to some games like that. Like it's a special thing, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Especially uh, especially here in Western Canada, what I've noticed, it's uh, it's awesome. Uh, you know, all the it's not like huge cities and they you know, go out there and there'll be 5000 fans watching. And uh, yeah, it's always it's always awesome to play in the in different arenas and uh, see all over the league and. Yeah, it's been an awesome league for me. I've I've loved it. All right. Tell me about the process of being drafted by the Blue Jackets. You obviously had an idea that you were going to be a pretty high pick in the NHL entry draft in Montreal, right? But did you have any idea that the Blue Jackets were going to end up selecting you? Um, I I guess I kind of had an idea. I had a pretty good conversation with them at the Combine and I talked to them a little bit throughout the year. Um, but once it comes to draft day, you know, you don't really don't really know what's gonna happen and uh yeah, once uh, once my name was called, I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is awesome!" and couldn't be more excited to be a Blue Jacket. Yeah, what were the emotions like when you hear your name called there? It's obviously a special building to be drafted in, right? The crowd was so into it, and on top of that, Montreal had the number one overall pick and had a pretty mm-hmm. nice draft for themselves, so it had to be a pretty cool experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're you're really excited right from the first pick to when you're drafted, and then after you know seeing who else goes that you know and things like that, and. Yeah, when I heard my name called, as uh, 
it's pretty special feeling and you know to be able to share it with all my family my brothers and my my parents it was it was an awesome experience I'll ask you about development camp and then you know going to Traverse City in just a minute but it was kind of a cool draft for the Blue Jackets right so many of the players they selected were there in Montreal uh you guys are familiar with each other whether it's David Yurichek playing in Cleveland now or Luca Delbelbelus drafted in the second round by the Blue Jackets or even a guy like Jordan Dumais that's tearing it up in the queue right now what's your guys relationship like having been able to spend a little bit of time together Oh uh, yeah, I think it's great, uh, especially you know going into del- development camp. I knew uh, Del Belus a little bit. Uh, we played at the pros or played against each other at the prospects game, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's really cool to get to know those guys even more now. And yeah, super awesome. Yeah, are you keeping track of what those guys are up to? Obviously, Luca just got traded in the OHL and is he's playing well with Sarnia right now. David Yurichek is you know maybe the best teenage defenseman in the American Hockey League right now, and. I just mentioned it. Jordan Dumay is tearing it up in the queue. You uh, you keeping track of what those guys are up to? Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot about Dumay, uh, how he's been been doing this year. He's been having an un- unbelievable season. And yeah, I've seen that Del Bubbles got traded there. I uh, haven't seen like heard too much about, about him. Like I've seen that he got traded and stuff like that. But we, we don't hear too much about the OHL here in uh, the Western League. But yeah, I've seen... Uh, David Jerichek's having a great season in Cleveland and watched them at the at the World Juniors there. We Martin Rice Savvy to watch them a couple of games and in the finals. That was that was cool to watch. Yeah, well, tell me a little bit about Martin because he was a character, I think. People didn't know a whole lot about him, and we got to talk to him uh up in Traverse City. And I think a lot of people in the media liked a lot of what they heard about Martin Rice Savvy up there. But what's it like uh, to play with him right now in Moose John? Has he told you a little bit about Columbus having spent some more time in the organization that you have? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've talked to him quite a bit. He's one of my good buddies, and yeah, I love love being able to play with him. He's a great guy, a uh, great guy to be around. So yeah, it's awesome to be able to play with him here. And yeah, he definitely helped me with uh, with going up to Columbus and uh, you know for camp and stuff like that. We we texted quite a bit throughout the summer, and yeah, you know he's a good guy to talk to about that stuff. All right, tell me what it was like to be at development camp because you get drafted by the Blue Jackets and it seems like you're almost in Columbus immediately following the draft, right? With all these different players from around the world. And uh, I've talked about it with a lot of different guys on this podcast. The the difference in skill levels or the difference in experience levels, maybe I should say, at development camp was something because you've got a player like Kent Johnson who's played in the National Hockey League. You've got Kirill Marchenko who was a pretty established scorer in the KHL at that point. And then you've got a player like James Fisher, who the Blue Jackets selected in the seventh round, who hadn't played any higher than the high school hockey level in the United States. So what was that whole experience like for you? Yeah, it was, uh, it was an awesome experience. Uh, it was cool to, you know, get drafted and then kind of be be there and get to know the city a little bit right away, which I think was was awesome. I was super excited to to go to camp and you know meet all the guys and uh, you know kind of see what the competition was like. And, you know, from Ken Johnson to, to Fisher, it's a uh, you know, it's kind of a wide margin of players that I hadn't really played with before. So it was, uh, yeah, it was an awesome experience and I really enjoyed it. Did you like to get the taste of the NHL a little bit? Like, I think it's unique that the Blue Jackets are able to get you in there and make you feel like a part of the organization right away. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Uh, really, really helps. Uh, it's a great experience. And uh, yeah, you just try and take everything away from it because, you know, that's the level that you want to be at. And, you know, whatever you can take out and put into your game to to be at the best you can be is uh, is what I'm trying to do. When you make the trip up to Traverse City and you get to play against some other NHL teams with their top prospects and you see what you guys were able to do and, and kind of the the skill level and the talent that the Blue Jackets have in the prospect pool right now, how much does that excite you about the future? 
Yeah, definitely very exciting. Uh, those games are awesome to you know play with guys they hadn't really played with before, and uh, yeah, to see you know other team style prospects and all that. It was uh, it was an awesome experience. Do you have a favorite moment as a Blue Jacket so far? I know it's early, but you've uh, you've gotten some opportunities to play at development camp, Traverse City, and then obviously in the NHL preseason as well. So does anything stick out? Uh, yeah, probably my favorite moment was. Um, I'd say uh, first pre preseason game there when we went to Pittsburgh, uh, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Uh, you know, kind of watch, well, you know, lots of, lots of games in that rink on, on TV and actually play. There was a, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I was really excited to, to be a part of that. What was that experience at blue jackets training camp? Like for you, like, tell me about the first day, you know, you walk into the dressing room and there's the likes of Zach Wierenski or a veteran like Eric Goodbranson or Patrick line, Johnny Gaudreau. What was that like for you? Uh yeah, it was uh it was definitely a bit surreal. Um, even you know being a couple months after the draft, it's still still kind of new to you. And uh, yeah, I just tried to take everything I could away from those guys, and you know see see how they practice and see how they you know go go around the rink and what they do. And yeah, just uh, take everything away from them and you know try and ask them as much questions as possible and just learn from them. I know you guys weren't there forever, but was there a veteran or a, a couple of veterans that kind of helped you guys along or took you under their wing? Um, well, in the uh, during the camp, uh, I played with uh, Gabranson a little bit in uh, in the scrimmages and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was uh, that was good. He kind of helped me out a little bit, and yeah, I think that that definitely helped me for the rest of the camp and the preseason games. Going back to the WHL after that and being able to play in some NHL preseason games, how much confidence does that give you going into this season? Uh yeah, definitely gives you a lot of confidence, and uh, yeah, you, you know, you take those experiences and you try and bring back to the Western League to your team to. Know, help everybody else out and I think I did a pretty good job of that and yeah just uh it's definitely a good experience to you know be in that that level and then you know go back to your hometown and try and incorporate that what's the communication with the Blue Jackets been like for you throughout this season like how often are you talking with them who are you talking to and what are some of the things that the Blue Jackets want you working on uh yeah I talked to Derek and uh Rick quite a bit they well they come out to some games and then I'll text mostly Derek and uh yeah we just Know, talk about my game, how I'm feeling, and they try to tell me what I uh, what they see I can work on, and then I bring that back here and try and work on it to the best I can. And biggest thing for me, I think this year has just been working on my shot. Um, you know, I think I get it through the lanes pretty well. It's now just putting some power behind it and uh, being able to put it in the back of the net. What's that like being able to communicate with those guys as development coaches? You know, they're pretty accomplished NHL players, right? You've got Derek Dorsett, who played a long time in the league. And then obviously Rick Nash is probably the best player in Blue Jackets franchise history. So that has yeah. to be pretty special that you're talking with those guys about your development. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I think, uh, you know, they've uh, they've had a lot of experience in the NHL and it's uh, it's great to hear from them and their feedback and what they see. And uh, yeah, I think it definitely helps me a lot to to be able to be ready for that next level. Tell me about your role as a leader with Moose Jaw this year. Obviously, uh, you're wearing the C for them and, and you know, you're an important player on that team. So what's it been like this year stepping into a role like that? Uh, yeah, I've just tried to embrace it and, uh, you know, bring my experiences back from, um, you know, whether it's Hockey Canada or training camp and those things and, uh, you know, try and play like a pro here and, uh, you know, show those guys the way and uh, be a leader, you know, with my actions and my work ethic and things like that. And yeah, I've just tried to tried to do that. What about uh, goals for the rest of this season for you guys there, both as a team and personally? Uh, yeah, I think uh, going into playoffs, I think we're in the fourth, fourth seed in our conference. So um, 
play four or five. So we're definitely looking up to that, that matchup. I think it's likely going to be Lethbridge right now. So uh, to be able to get out of that first round and then, you know, see what happens from there and see who we're playing. And uh, yeah, just to have a deep playoff run. Uh, and then for myself, I think uh, just, you know, being a leader and contributing to the team for the rest of the year is, uh, is a big thing. Tell me a bit uh, about yourself away from the ice. You know, there are a lot of long road trips in the Western Hockey League. So what are you doing when you're on the bus? You watching TV, you watching movies, you reading? What are your interests? Uh, yeah, I'm a big TV show guy. Uh, I love uh, love watching stuff on the road, especially on the way back from from games. Sometimes it's pretty late nights and got to pass the time somehow. So, yeah, I watch lots of, lots of TV shows. Uh, I think this year I've been through uh, Ozark. Um I just watched Outer Banks. It just came out. So I, uh, I finished that yesterday, I think. And then, yeah, also uh, Full full Swing uh, just came out on Netflix. Uh, really enjoying that. I watched a couple episodes. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, I finished up Full Swing on our trip between uh, Dallas and Arizona. I watched four oh, yeah. episodes on the way to Dallas and then four episodes on the way back from Arizona. I liked it. I liked it. Now I'm on to uh, Drive to Survive. Have you checked that out yet? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of that one. Oh, it's the it's the Formula One show. You got to get into that one. It's unbelievable. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't heard of it, so I'll have to check it out for sure. What about movies? You interested in movies at all? I know you said you're a big TV guy, but is there anything uh, anything good that you've seen lately? Um, there's a couple movies. I am not so much on the movies. I'll normally watch a show and try and get into that. But uh, yeah, probably the last movie I watched. We actually well, we went to the theater the other day as a team and we watched the new Ant Man movie there. It was uh, it was pretty good. I, I haven't watched many of the Marvel movies, so it's kind of a first for me. And it was yeah, it was all right. What about music? Like, first of all, you're in the car, you're chilling. What are you listening to? And then pumping up for a game. What are you listening to? Uh, yeah, in the car. Um, mostly I just like when I'm chilling out, it's mostly country. I like Morgan Wallen, uh, Luke Holmes, those guys. Uh, normally when I'm chilling, that's what I'm listening to. And then. When it comes to the game, uh, normally more rap stuff, uh, more mu- music to pump you up. So I normally go with like Drake or uh, Lil Baby. Those are kind of the two guys that I listen to quite a bit when when I'm trying to get in the zone for a game. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you guys do on off days there. You're not playing a game. What are you guys getting into as a team? Definitely depends on the day. If we're uh, if we get back at a decent hour, normally we try and do something as a team. Uh, I think uh last thing we did was... Um, actually rented out a couple of golf simulators because we can't golf right now with the snow and everything. So we went and rented a couple of simulators and we just played a two V two best ball. You know, everybody had a partner and played for a little prize. So that's, uh, that's normally something we'll try and do if it's basketball or golf or whatever we can do. We try and, uh, you know, get a little comp- competition going and yeah, get a little exercise. All right. Nice. And it's good to hear that you guys are close as a team and love doing stuff together. That's awesome. And I'm sure it'll bode well for the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Tell me what your off seasons look like. Do you train with anybody specifically? Are there NHL guys in your group, minor league guys in your group, or is it just most of your uh, junior buddies that you're skating with? Um, uh, In the summer, I'm at the rink uh, training center in Winnipeg. So um, there's kind of uh, quite a few guys in uh, pro level. Um, Seth Jarvis is there, uh, Brad Howden. Um, yeah, a couple, a couple other guys, and then like Owen Pickering, I train with, and uh, yeah, that's normally kind of my summer group. I'll be there uh, three times a week skating, and then five times in the gym. So that's kind of what my summer weeks look like. And then, yeah, normally weekends, I'm either fishing or golfing or doing something. More of the same uh, on deck for you this summer. Have you given it any thought what the plans look like this summer? Uh yeah, I think uh, it'll probably I'll probably be back at the rink training center for sure for uh, 
the workouts. I haven't really figured out what I'm going to do for skating yet. Um, might try and do some more one-on-one stuff, but uh, yeah, that'll be uh, kind of what I figure out in the next month or two here. Goals going forward personally for you for the rest of this season. Obviously, we talked about the playoffs and things like that, but as you prepare for next year, what are some of the things you're looking to do? What do you want to get better at? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, as I mentioned earlier, my shot, uh, just you know, being able to have the power to you know get it through the lane and then put it in the net, uh, that's a big thing. And yeah, I think just keep working on my uh, my uh, stick handling, you know, my hands and things like that to put the puck in the right position, be able to kept, catch passes and release it quick. Um, yeah, and then also just uh, I like to work on my gap control. I think that's a big thing uh, for for especially the next level. You know, to be able to not give them extra space to you know make a play, and that's uh, something I like to work on. Last thing I got for you, Denton, and I appreciate the time. How much of the Blue Jackets have you been able to watch this year? I always uh, I'm always interested after you guys are selected by the team. You know, how into the Blue Jackets are you? Uh, yeah, I like watching the games, especially whenever they're on. Normally, uh, they're not on too often unless they're playing a Canadian team. So uh, normally I have to get on like the Sportsnet app and watch the games. Uh, I try and watch as many as I can. Though I watched the game against Minnesota. Minnesota, that was the last game. Watched the first two periods and seen they're up 2 nothing, and then turned it off. And yeah, it didn't go so good in the third and in overtime. But uh, yeah, I try and watch as many as I can. And uh, yeah, I love love watching them and love seeing uh, how they're doing and yeah it's a it's a fun team to watch especially when you're, you know you're that's the level that you want to be with and the team that you want to be playing with so it's good are there guys that you like watching on the blue jackets guys that you're excited to play with one day uh yeah i think uh boquist i've uh, really enjoyed watching the last couple of weeks uh yeah and then obviously we guys had a couple injuries in the back end so i haven't been able to watch Wierenski or being that much but uh yeah boquist i've really enjoyed watching and gabranson and yeah, obviously Johnny Gaudreau on uh, on forward and Line A, those are pretty cool guys. Like like when Line A was in Winnipeg, he was kind of you know a big thing here. He was you know the talk of the talk of the city, and everybody loved him. So yeah, it was kind of kind of cool to be able to watch him and play with him at uh, camp there. All right, Denton. Well, like I said, really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Best of luck the rest of this season, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in Columbus this off season sooner rather than later. Right, awesome. Thank you very much. So there you have it from Blue Jackets prospect and Moose Jaw Warriors defenseman Denton Matejchuk. I really enjoyed that conversation with Denton, learning about kind of what makes him tick. I think my favorite part of our chat there was talking about who he kind of models his game after because the conversations that I've had about Denton Matejchuk and really the conversations that I've heard about Denton Matejchuk, the name Kale McCarr always comes up, or even a Zach Wierenski, kind of the modern defenseman in the National Hockey League, right? A guy that can both defend and get up the ice. So I was really, really curious to see who he kind of modeled himself after and to hear Charlie McAvoy and Quinn Hughes. Well, those are obviously two of the best defensemen and really two of the most unique defensemen in the NHL, the skating ability of a player like Quinn Hughes, and then really the two-way ability of a player like Charlie McAvoy. So if the Blue Jackets get any of that out of Denton Matejchuk, they're certainly going to be really, really happy. So again, a huge thanks to Denton Matejchuk for taking the time to speak with us. Also, a big thank you to the communications department of the Moose Jaw Warriors. Made the process in setting up that conversation very, very simple. So best of luck to you guys for the rest of the regular season, including tonight's game for Moose Jaw. Just 10 games left on the regular season slate. 
And after that, it's the WHL playoffs. Right now, Moose Jaw sitting in fourth place in the Eastern Conference. So we want to see Denton and his teammate, Martin Rice-Avvy, who's another Blue Jackets prospect, of course, playing some meaningful postseason hockey. And speaking of Martin Rice-Avvy, that conversation is going to be coming soon on the Pipeline Podcast. And until then, I'm Dylan Tyre saying thanks for being with me.